From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Tim Norwind and Dan Kanopka from OK Go. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Feliz Navipod. I am Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. Say hello, Rigby. <laughs> Boom. Not technically a hello, but that was a doggy hello. Anyways, my name is Tony Thaxton, and I'm a real son of a bitch. Why am I son of said bitch, you might ask? Uh, well, because about a month ago... I said I was going to start getting back to doing this show once a week. And I did, for about two weeks. Then what happened? Well, I took not one, but two weeks off in a row. Uh, I didn't want that to be the case, but you know, sometimes life gets in the way. Uh, I believe it was John Legend of the Beatles who sang, Life is what happens when you're making plans. And I had to do some traveling. Uh, I went to the East Coast for a wedding to visit my parents. Two separate things. My parents didn't get married. Well, actually, they did get married, but it was like 40-something years ago. I wasn't even around yet. That's not what I'm talking about. I went to see some friends get married. Did that. Visited the parents. Did that. I mean, the lady did those things, that is. Rigby did not go. She stayed at a friend's, and she peed on their floor. It was a big week. Uh, I feel like I'm unintentionally talking like Brody Stevens slightly. Yes! Uh, stop that. Anyways, uh, I'm going to try and make it up to you guys for all that. Uh, big show today. Big plans. I know for a fact some guys are coming by in a bit. Big time musicians. In fact, the first Grammy winners to ever be on the show. Ooh, Grammy winners. It's true. Uh, They'll be stopping by in a bit. Um, But before that, you know, since we had this time off, a big thing that was all over the internet was the big announcement about the new Star Wars cast. And then over this past weekend was Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you, everyone. Uh, All that crap. But yeah, you know, talked about it on here before. We had a whole Star Wars episode, for God's sake. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really got to talk about it. And uh, maybe we'll talk about it with the guests later. And uh, that's not like I said, the guest Slater. Slater's not here. Mario Lopez. Couldn't get him. Uh, but uh, Star Wars, you know, it made me think. Seems like an appropriate time to bring back a song you heard on here once before. And uh, you know what? Let's just let's play that cover one more time. R2D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. R2D2, we love you, it's true. R2D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope our little message gets to you. We look up at the winter star. We know that's where you are. Our chimney's big and round, so you can come right down. And if our wish comes true, we'll spend Christmas Eve with you. Our hearts will sing with glee as we decorate the Christmas tree. R2-D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. R2-D2, we love you, it's true. R2-D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. We hope our little message gets to you. And if the snow becomes too deep, just give a little beep. We'll go in by the fire and warm you little wise. Spreading Christmas cheer will be easy with you here. We'll dance and sing and play. 
from Christmas Eve till Christmas Day. Yeah, let me just remind you guys, that's a cover. That's not a song. That's not a little song I wrote. Uh, and it's not a song originally sung by me. Look it up. Find that online with John Bon Jovi on some vocals back in the day before he changed that spelling. Um, anyways, my guests should be... Oh, speak of the devil. Shut up. Stop barking. Let me go let my guests in. Well, if it isn't Dan Kanopka and Tim Nordwin from OK Go. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. How are you doing? Come on in. Good. That's good to be here. Get out of that blister. It should be, you know, it's Christmas time, yet it's real hot out there. It's California. It's 93 degree Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's California. Mm-hmm. Merry mm-hmm. Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. I appreciate that. Not everyone says that. Thanks. You got to say Hanukkah to me. Oh, I'm so... Well... <laughs> you made it uncomfortable right up top. Sorry, I didn't mean to cause controversy. Merry Christmas, Tony. Merry Christmas, Tony. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah, Tim. Thank Merry you, Christmas, Tony. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not the first, though. We've really? had. We've had a couple. Uh, You've had other Jews. We have. Okay. We've ha- we have. Actually, uh, uh, my good friend uh, Dave Clock, the, a fellow Jew, and he. Uh, Clock. He, yeah, K L O C. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, he's a good man. The clockmans. He... <laughs> you know, you know. The clocks. He co- he, uh, he's he been a guest, but he also uh, contributes every now and then. He does a little uh, segment called Spinning Yarns and Dreidels. <laughs> and he just uh, gives a little, like, list of uh, Hanukkah do's and don'ts for everybody. I like that. I like, I like, when, I like saying spinning yarns for instead of telling stories. That's a nice way to... Say I'm going to tell. Story. I don't think I've heard spin yarn heard that. before. That's good. That that is what it means, right? Yeah, I to believe spin so. yarn. Yeah, tell a story. That, yeah, I know, I don't, but I don't. I, that's one of those expressions. Like, I, where did it come Listen. from? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we should tell that story. Or, that's yeah, that's our Lord of the Rings story, isn't it? No, no, it's the in sync. The in sync. Chris from in sync. I don't remember. Oh yeah, story. you have come. a Chris from in sync story. Come listen. I don't Do you remember, remember where story? we were on tour. No. Wait, I, it, I think we were on tour. Okay, with you. I was gonna say what else? Well, we, we were yeah. on tour with Motion City Soundtrack, and we were in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I think this is when Damien oh, got right. arrested. Right. right. Oh, yeah. Right. Because Damien. that was also the same night that Joe, who worked for the Plain White Tees at the time, oh, he dressed up like a Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> he, right. He wow. got like hundreds of dollars because everyone donated their per diem that's to right. get him to. Shave his beard, leave the handlebar mustache, dye it blonde, yep. shave the top of his head, basically become Hulk Hogan. It yeah. was also the last night of tour with you guys, as I remember. Was that the last night? I'm pretty sure it that may, was the it, last yeah, night. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, you'd probably know better because I know for uh, it was like yeah, it was, it was one of those tours where we yeah we split it in half. So right. yeah. yeah, we kept going at that point. But, but. It, oh right, and then we went to so so right so Joe dressed up as Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Damien got arrested for signing autographs mm-hmm. in like a fire zone or something like that. That's and a, then and mm-hmm. then and then we went sorry we went to the house of who Chris Chris from, Kirkpatrick Chris from, 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 from Insane, right. which is so strange. Uh, <laughs> what's the come listen part though? Well, in his in his like arcade basement, <laughs> yeah. he had like a like a, a 
foosball table or whatever that is and like an air hockey table and a pool table right and there was just like liquor everywhere yeah and everybody was really partying down it was like and he was in like the control room of the studio this is a huge house it's yeah a mansion literally a mansion mansion yeah and we were walking around and just like mingling and talking and and uh we were all sort of wondering where he was was at yeah. and i think you poked your head into the studio and and he had a bunch of people around him and he was telling he's spinning some yarn and then he said he's like come come listen that's right that was like yoda like yeah yeah that's right yeah i i also remember he had uh upstairs he didn't have much furniture or anything like that like it was a lot of boxes yeah it had that sort of like lonely guy feeling Uh to the house you know a little bit and uh and but i do remember one of the few things he had and you'll like this is he had bobbleheads of all the nsync oh yeah was that in his big glass case i think that was in his yeah because i remember being blown away by that because there was in that case was like that kind of thing i think he even had like the like marionette puppets that they had in, yeah. in one of their videos yeah. and then like his i feel like there were grammys and mtv awards right and but, the, but like there was that. no couch right there was like, <laughs> was like no, was no chairs or anything in the kitchen um, the kitchen was like filled with bags like groceries of food that nobody was touching and it was eating and there was you know handles of rum it was just like total party central <laughs> and then the in sync and then come listen yeah <laughs> Was that? Do you guys? Was that when it was his birthday? Do you remember? It might have been. Why were we at his house? That, that's what I was kind of getting at. Did you guys? Was it friends with you guys? Somehow, yeah. This I. This, By you this, guys, I mean Motion City soundtrack. Right. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing was very strange. It was. He was always very nice to us, and I, I think it was literally down to. Friends we had in another band, yeah. and I'm actually not even totally... I want to say it was the starting line, but I'm not mm-hmm. even totally sure if that's who it was. Somehow became friends with him, and then we were we were either on tour together, or they kind of like told us about this, and said something about like, yeah, when, when we're in Orlando, like, he just like is like a super nice guy and just likes to come hang out, come to the show, and then he just started, like, inviting us over to his place after uh-huh. the shows. And, like, they're like, it sounds weird, but it's it's really, like, he's actually just super nice. And, he like, was really nice. Yeah. 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 No, I, I feel bad. I don't mean to. I, no, no, no. Just, like, I, I, I'm not, no disrespect. No, 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 no. It was nice of him to have None us over, but, but it was it was just but no, a I, I, bizarre I, night We did it us. two or three different times, and every time I'm like, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so I don't mean no offense to you. I mean no, no, no offense no, to I, Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Nice guy. For for sure, it was it was it was a very strange thing because one of the the uh, the times that we ended up over there, it was his. I, I can't remember if it was that same time or not, but it was his birthday also. So oh. it ended up being his birthday party, uh, and uh, so like people were showing up with gifts. Mm-hmm. Like here was like us and like the people we were on tour with showing up, and we're just there because they invited us and yeah. they were nice and it was cool. But then, like, his friends were showing up with gifts, and, like, like literally, he, he was getting, like, laptops as gifts. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Can you imagine if your friend gave you a laptop? No, I can't. And he's I like, actually can't and imagine like, that. And he's like, oh, man, this is awesome. <laughs> You're like, you just got a laptop. And then he threw it on the other pile, <laughs> the pile of laptops to you. Wow. Yeah, that's an intent. Like, what a... What do you? What's like the most elaborate gift you've ever got? Most what? elaborate, I think for my twenty fifth birthday, I was given this like blown up photo of myself <laughs> in a gold frame, uh, and it's me. And I had taken I, it was I had taken kind of like a jokey photo at the end of a photo shoot. It was the very first photo shoot for OKGO OK ever. Actually, mm-hmm. it was shot okay. by this guy named Mark Krupp, and uh, he had like two more frames left and so he was like tim do something funny so i got up on this stool and i took my shirt that i was wearing and i like i like took the bottom of it and tucked it under the top of it kind of like marianne from uh from uh island. island you know that that look that yeah, girls yeah. do 
And so, so I took my shirt and did that. And then, uh, and then I, and there was a shop vac. There was the hose of a shop vac. So I held the shop vac and then kind of looked off into the distance and smiled. And it, it strangely kind of looked like one of those photos from like World War II with the women who had like the sleeve rolled up and right, you know, right. like, yeah, like you know, and and they're like, you know, and it, it's, I, yeah, it look, it, it's, yeah. it sort of looked like a like a feminist photo, except it was me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh and i forgot about that photo and i showed up for my 25th birthday and i remember damien had gotten this thing blown up and yeah. framed and when i walked into his place how had, big uh well i'm not 16 by 16 as big as a star wars yeah how big is that they say as big as the door yeah how big is that that's those were the uh, that's i think the it's like 18 by 24 yeah, yeah so it's like huge. 18 by 24 it was really big and he had underlit it with lights and he lived in this long loft and so it was at the very end of the loft hung up underlit and it's like the first thing you see when you walk in like your eyes just yeah. go straight to it <laughs> and that was uh, I I don't know if it's the most elaborate but it's 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 the most memorable for sure I which mean, makes me elaborate. I remember yeah, that which party. makes me feel like that and then the party, the party ended up crazy. in like like a uh, like WWF rest, like wrestling match at like 4 in the morning where like Damien was running around with scissors, cutting everyone's sleeves off their shirts, right. and that was like everyone's like wrestler look, basically. Right. And then like, and I got slammed into a glass table that broke. Oh my god! Uh, we, people were like pouring beer on each other. His his I mean his girlfriend at the time got tired and so slept on the roof of their apartment building because it was like too rowdy to sleep in the loft. So she took the dog and slept on the roof, and. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I remember at some point Damien sat me down in this chair. I don't know if you were still there or not. No, I, I, I left and I heard all about this. But I, right. I, well, Dan got you, me a bottle of Knob Creek, which I yeah. never had in my life at that uh, point. I was 25. Yeah, I never had Knob Creek before. And I think I drank like almost the entire bottle. <laughs> and like, yeah. and then Damien sat me down in this chair and he took his girlfriend's nail polish, the blue sparkly nail polish, and took my hat off and dumped it on my bald head. And and just and just smeared it all over my head. So like my head at the end of the night looked like a bowling like like a super awesome blue sparkly bowling ball because <laughs> it all just dried and hardened on my head. And the whole night ended with Damien taking this firework that I had gotten, this like big firecracker that I had gotten for my birthday, and he lit it out on the street. But it was so kind of out of it that it was like six in the morning that he forgot to let it go, and it just blew up in his head. Oh my head. god. Oh, but I don't think he felt anything, and so like, so yeah. he just went to bed the next morning. I came over the next day, and like, he had like, you know, second degree burn on his on his arms, and we were like, that was awesome. <laughs> that was Usually, I don't ever. miss these types of parties. No. I'm usually at the forefront. Yeah, but that one, I I split, but I heard about it, and I was like, oh yeah. my god, that's the epic party of Chicago. That was a good party. It's <laughs> a good good party. That's good stuff. What about you? Do you have any crazy elaborate gifts? Christmas or I, not, I want. I, I was thinking about it, but then I got caught in his story, and I, I stopped thinking about. I, I guess I have to come back to it. I can't think of any. That's all right. You don't have to. Have oh no, 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 no. My, my, the best. This is not as exciting, but I got a drum set. When uh -huh. I was ten years old, uh, and is that the first one? It was the first drum set, and growing up, we were very poor. Uh, we were very poor family. Spinning yarn. <laughs> spinning yarn. So I was the only one that got a gift. But this oh, really? is, yeah, wow. was, well, everybody else got like trinkety stuff and uh -huh. I got a drum set. How did your siblings feel about that? They were cool with it because they knew that was what I'd wanted for a couple of years. And, 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 you and know, you've now done them right. Yeah, I, I like I stuck yeah. with it. And um, but that morning I came down the stairs and. I do remember this vaguely, but I, when I saw the drum set, I passed out. Really? I <laughs> fell down and went back to sleep. You did? Yeah, I woke up in the bathroom. My dad woke me up, and Whoa. he's like, you should come back outside and see your drums. And I came back, and I was like, oh, my God. And so, so were, drums, were they just like out they, already? They, they weren't were, wrapped or anything? They you just, weren't like, wrapped. They were just, saw them? They were, I came down the stairs, and I saw them. Like I saw them around the corner, and I was like, oh, my God, there's, there's my new drum set. And I just... I got too excited and and fell back asleep. Was that the black and white striped drum set? Yeah, that's the that's the when I met Dan, I was eighteen. Dan was twenty. Mm -hmm. That was the first kit he played. 
with yeah. me. Oh, they, really? You, know, you with were still us. playing? Yeah. You played it oh, for yeah, that yeah. long? Oh, yeah, yeah. I played it for a long time. So it, it was like a normal set. It wasn't like a kid's drum no, set. No, no, no. It, okay. it wasn't like a toy kit. It was a, it was a proper drum set. I had been taking drum lessons at this little tiny music shop in Wheaton. And they had drum sets in there and stuff. And it wasn't like, like I was, I didn't want a toy kit. I wanted a real one. And so my dad, you know, before Christmas, went and talked to my drum teacher. And he's like, yeah, Dan can, he can have a real drum set now. And so he picked the cheapest one, but it's a real, it's a Ludwig, it's a Vistalite. But oh, it was, really? a, it was like a, it's a weird Vistalite there. I think they only made it for a year, but it's like segmented chunks of, acrylic it's like black and white uh-huh. like yeah, six pieces or whatever about. three right. pieces and uh yeah i got it that morning i i loved it and it stayed in the living room for like a month like i never moved it out and just played every day on that drum set and then finally moved it in the basement uh and then when i got into chicago we started our band i really thought i needed a better drum set uh-huh. so i sold it for another oh, you sold it sold really it. So it looked stupid. like it looked like a jump set that like the it looked like the jump set from Striper. Yeah, it was a total Striper. <laughs> yeah, actually, for those drummers out there that are listening, you can see this drum set online, obviously. But the it's 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 basically it's the it's basically Alex Van Halen's drum kit, but right. the the lines are the other way. So like, okay. they go around the drum of, opposed to straight down the drum. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but that color, it's like a very Striper. Yeah, <laughs> that is uh, not on the show, but in life, that is the second or third striper reference I've, I've had in like the last week or two. Well, it's wow. a Christmas. It's a religious show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, it's so a very I get religious it. show. I get it. <laughs> no, I forget why it came up, but uh, Brian Diaz, old he Motion brought... City, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who also been on the show before. Uh, I don't remember how it came up, but somehow we started talking about Striper. There aren't that many drummers who like who like defined a look on their drum kit. I feel like yeah. you know it's like like that like the Striper one sticks out, Van Halen sticks out. Yeah, yeah. But who else though? Uh, well, Neil Pert. Neil Pert. But that was you know for the yeah for the the sheer mass of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember? <laughs> uh, no one remembers. I feel like me and my dad are the only people that remember this guy. Do you guys, does the name Louis Cardenas ring a bell? <laughs> oh, no. Don't know him. Don't, don't know no. him. Can't vouch for him. <laughs> he was, was Louis Cardenas. In like the mid 80s, like in like the heyday of MTV. Yeah. He had, he covered the song Runaway. You know, like the oldies song, Runaway. Run, yeah. run, 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 Runaway. Yeah, that yeah. song. He did a cover of that, but he was kind of like a like glam metal kind of guy. Okay. And he covered that, but he sang, but he was also the drummer. Oh. And he just had this enormous drum kit. <laughs> and I feel like I remember even seeing like those early days of, I feel like that was even, rec- they had just kind of started doing like MTV News at that point. Yeah. When it would just be those like breaks during the commercial that for a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember there being a story that he uh, got into the Guinness Book of World Records for the world's largest drum kit. Oh my God. <laughs> and wow. I, now that I'm saying all this out loud, I'm like, I need to look into this again and see yeah, how big exactly this was. For people like Neil Peart and Louis Cardenas, like they, they don't actually, like, they don't actually play every single drum on their kit. I feel like they? Neil Peart might. He probably. Yeah, he but I'm going to go with Louis Cardenas. <laughs> he played his kick and snare and hat. That, yeah. That's like having like an awesome shoe collection, but really only wearing two pairs. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like, what's the, I mean, I get the point. I get the point. But Did you? Yeah. Um, what's that? Fred Armisen? Yeah. He does. Uh, the Jan Teneman? Oh, Jan Teneman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the my God. The, the drum instructor. Swedish drum instructor. Uh-huh. Flam yeah. rest. Flam rest. Flam rest. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's never if, not if, funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, Fred Armisen <laughs> put out a drum instructional video that's totally fake. He plays this character called Jan, Jan Teneman. Yeah. And it, but it's done so well. Like it's done so exactly like you would see one of those instructional videos. <laughs> and it's, but it, it's it's so ballsy because it's it's so funny. Let me get a little crackle there. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, yep. Sorry, it's probably my phone. Oh, okay. All good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such a specific thing. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. The majority of the population 
that's just gonna go completely totally over their head and yeah. not get it. But for that niche market, mm-hmm. it's the funniest thing. It's the funniest thing oh, ever. So funny. <laughs> could you do? Like, could you ever do a drum instructional video? I don't think so. I've I've played for so long, yeah. but I I've done especially like in the last year or so I've I've done some teaching mm-hmm. and that was and still continues to be when I do it a, a little bit of a challenge because mm-hmm. I I feel like I just for so long have played but I don't really think about it yeah I yeah. just play and you certainly don't think about teaching it that much yeah I would imagine so when yeah. when it comes down to like having to get detailed and explain and break things down yeah it it's kind of hard yeah aren't you you're about to teach a drum class aren't you yeah, yeah. really monday morning i've well it's yeah it's it's not really a like it's not a one-on-one class i'm mm-hmm. going back to the the music production school i went to a couple of years ago uh-huh. to learn how to produce and like use a computer daw and like that stuff but the, the school itself has branched out into trying to get their students to sort of think outside of the computer a little bit and so they want me to go in and demonstrate like they want me to this is a hi-hat this is a kick drum you know all those midi notes that's what this drum is supposed to be like apparently the a lot of these students are just they have no concept of what a drum kit is Uh so last night actually i went to the school to sort of talk it out and figure out what i was supposed to do and i was like so you want me to like just like say this is a bass and you're like yeah just describe the snare drums with these are the things on the bottom this is snares uh-huh. so i have to give a little bit of a lesson and then i'm supposed to play and just make it what are you gonna play uh well i was gonna play one of the things we're gonna talk about is different feels because when you're producing in a computer it's so easy to make everything on a grid yeah that a lot of these students don't make anything that feels good mm-hmm. so i'm gonna play some like led zeppelin nice and like Play something that has a shuffle, nice, yeah. and then show them on a computer what that looks like. Yeah, and so hopefully they can they can put that into their the feel of their music. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, the children but are like, our future. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never really given one on one lessons to like a, a youngster. It's, it's mm-hmm. really tough. It, it, it's interesting because I I feel like I I it really depends on on the person. For mm-hmm. me, because like sometimes people get it right away, like they yeah. totally it just it makes sense to them, and some people it just like I, I've yeah. had work like you know you show them something what seems like a very like you know just like a simple like quarter note beat where you know mm-hmm. literally just not playing Boom. any eighth yeah wow. all Boom. quarter notes wow. and I usually can get even you know very young I honestly feel like kids are almost easier to teach yeah. And you can get them doing that within a minute. Mm-hmm. But I've had other times where it was an older person, and like we spent almost an hour trying to do trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's it really it really just depends. Like mm-hmm. some people just can't quite wrap their head around it. Are yeah. you good at math? Because no, okay, not at all. I'm not either. I'm terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's an interesting thing. Because I feel like I know a lot of musicians who are really good at math and they understand mm-hmm. mathematics behind mm-hmm. the rhythm and everything. And But yeah. I, I'm horrible at math. I could never yeah, too. understand that. And so I, I, I was always decent at like picking up the feeling of something yeah. or I could hear a melody by ear, yeah. ear, you know. But specifically with like the math, like the mathematical part of it, it's like. I, but as soon as you started talking to me about quarters and eighths and sixteenths and thirty seconds, it screws I was everything like, what up. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. That's like, exactly you know, what like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, no, I can get there. I'm the same yeah. way. Like it's more about feeling to me. Like, yeah. I can figure it out. Like every now and then, it, it is more helpful. I think if I, if it's something especially tricky that has a weird count, like yeah. it might help to to count to count it out. Yeah, and yeah, and it's. I feel like that's the way with with everyone. Like the the kids i've taught like some kids like that just doesn't make sense to them mm-hmm. and some of them if you like try to show them without counting they're not mm-hmm. getting it and then you show it with counting then they get it immediately so yeah. it really it really just depends on the person yeah yeah so i remember like trying to learn like simple drum beats as a kid and i could just do it because i just felt it but but if i had to count it in my head that's when i would that's when I, yeah. i'd be like ah and then i would mess up uh-huh. you know 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's I was that way with with shows, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. touring constantly for eleven plus years, and I always found that I had to go into autopilot. Yeah. The second mm-hmm. I started thinking about what I was doing, that's mm-hmm. where yeah. I mess up. Yeah, yeah, because I there I I can specifically remember there being like a certain part that I had in a song that a lot of people were like saying stuff to me about. And they were like, ask, they'd start asking me about it. And then I would, they're like, so what, how do you do, what are you doing? And I'd start to try and explain it. Like, I don't, I don't really know. You just I just got to kind of do it. Yeah. And then, so then the next day I remember getting to that song and playing it totally screwed up at the totally show because yeah. I was thinking yeah. about it and just, mm-hmm. and then I suddenly couldn't do it. I you once, know? I once totally blanked on stage. I had to, I had to start a song on the bass. Uh-huh. And completely blanked in front of a yeah. festival crowd. <laughs> yeah, we were playing before <laughs> Queens, Queens of the Stone, Stone Age. And there was probably about thirteen or 14,000 people <laughs> out there. <laughs> we were doing a... It was actually... It wasn't one of... We were doing a Violent Femmes cover. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, and it just starts with the bass like... You know, just yeah. kind of like that. And I couldn't remember what key it was in. I couldn't remember the rhythm of the part. I couldn't remember anything, and I think Dan was. I think Dan started with me, maybe. Yeah. And uh, so he was going, and and I remember uh, Andy Duncan, who was our guitarist at the time, was screaming at me, going like, "It's in A. The song's in A," which didn't mean shit to me at the <laughs> right, time because right. I, I was like having a full on like meltdown. I don't know why. I think I was just like really tired or something. Uh-huh. And, yeah, like, we were exhausted. We were exhausted. From we were also like so much, we were like eighty five feet away from each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those we are those so huge. And it was like. It, it was just bright sun It out, feels so and, terrible when you're and, that far and, apart. Oh, it's the worst. Like it seems, it's the fantasy of like every band you think like play this huge festival and it's gonna be amazing, and it just feels awful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't feel good when you're that far away from each other. And then and, there's there's like this like forty foot empty gap between yeah, the stage that's and the crowd. Yeah, you're like if there's just no. Uh, vibe between anybody and you don't even have your band near you and you're like playing this oh thing and you're like God. shouldn't it be dark shouldn't it be like <laughs> yeah it's also in the daytime yeah and like you know yeah we've done that exactly we oh, opened man. reading and leeds like four years ago or something it was that you exact opened it thing. like at noon yeah think, yeah. yeah so we, we were the first band like it was cool we got to play the main stage but we were the first band and you know shit loads of people so huge yeah but yeah you could fit are, like the crowd we would normally play to could fit between the right. stage and the barricade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly, man. I I just I'll never forget that blinking out though. And and then I remember finally we just stopped it. David yeah. was like, "We're gonna move on." <laughs> the crowd was like, <laughs> and then I remember I was so I was so upset afterwards that I just I just put my bass down and I walked off stage. Then out the parking lot, and then onto the and then onto the highway. Basically, like I was I was on the shoulder of the highway. Just I just kept. It was like Forrest Gump style, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. I just kept on running, you know. It was like that style. <laughs> we were actually in Alabama, <laughs> but but like I just and I just walked for a really long time because I think I was just having like a freak out. Like we've been on tour for eight months and yeah. like I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah, kind of twenty eight months and uh, and Jeez. yeah, and then I got I got to a certain point. I was like, oh. God, I'm in Alabama on the highway. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, where I am. Is that the longest stretch you guys ever did, you think? I don't think that was the longest, because that was on our first record. I I actually don't think that was the longest longest stretch. uh, That was definitely like that. That was 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 a a tough time, because we were, like, on a major label, and we had to sort of, like, really sort of bring the goods Mm -hmm. and, like playing these festivals like these radio shows and so you're with like it's us and then Everclear and then Queens of the Stone Age and it just feel like we're yeah. this rinky dink band and we had to really bring a great show yeah and just the circumstances was just way too stressful yeah you know, like, we were just figuring we didn't know who we really were at that point yeah you know yeah. we're pretty young mm-hmm. um and uh yeah, I don't know if it was the longest stretch I've ever been on, but it was certainly a long, long. It was certainly a long stretch, and none of us had ever done that before. Yeah, right. You know, not for, not like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. I I melted down that night. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. And Damien talks about our longest stretch being like twenty four months. 
like when you say that, do you? That can't like you still not, wait, you go home. you went home you go home, you go home for, like, for like a week yeah okay. five day break right. four, to, yeah, four days yeah. to a week or something you might catch two weeks around Christmas but really like as soon as Christmas is over you're back out there yeah uh oh uh oh somebody's blowing up Santa Santa's calling <laughs> oh that's me I'm sorry here let me get that it's all right Kim's getting a very important call sorry guys it's all right. You know, I thought we were going to do a professional show here, but apparently... <laughs> uh, you have to get that in post. <laughs> do you edit this? Nope. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> this every now and then, if there if there's something goes totally awry, yeah. I will, but things like that, people oh, people don't like... seem to care. Gotcha. So. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're fine. Yeah, I just All wanted right. to call you out. For yeah, no I got a phone numbers. and it rings. <laughs> Which let's be honest, kind of rare these days. <laughs> I was thinking about how yeah, little... who calls anymore. Yeah, yeah. if my yeah. phone rings, it's it's uh, it's, a, like, it's either it a wrong bad. yeah, it's, it's like a, a wrong thing. number or it's a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I still I like talking on the phone. I've always liked yeah. talking on the phone. I always know it. There's times where like I know there's nothing going on. Like well, there's things going on, but. I'll get a call from Tim or like I th- and before he answer I'm like Tim's probably in his car he needs like he needs to get to point A to point B he needs to talk and so we're like yeah. okay sweet and so I'll stop what I'm doing I'm like let's talk <laughs> that, that, did that it yesterday is... yeah I did yeah, it yesterday I was just like I, I don't know what he's doing but I know he's got he's got to fill in like some time and I was like all right cool let's talk and like, we'll just talk about just random stuff like, yeah, I call up Dan and... just because I'm thinking of him <laughs> that's nice that's yeah nice. I think it's nice. So that's, your, that's your phone time. That's right, yeah. Drive time, drive is, time, phone time, phone time. is phone time, as yeah, far yeah. as I'm concerned. See, that's music time for me. Music time or, or, yeah. other, or podcast time. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. do podcasts in your car? No, I don't make them in my oh, car. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll they, listen to them. Got you, listen to them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. But no, that because yeah, I, I, I weirdly don't listen to a ton of music these days. The main time I listen to it is in my car. That's certainly mm-hmm. true for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great place to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most cars have decent stereo systems these days, uh-huh. and uh, I feel like it, yeah, it's it's a great time to listen. Do you? Yeah. I I find living here that I get much more paranoid about uh, singing along in the car because so often you're kind of in stop and go traffic. Oh really? And I feel like then you're just like side by side with the car next to you, like, yeah. and if you're just like sitting there singing along, it just I don't know it. it I always feel like I'm being watched. And and that embarrasses you? Yeah. I don't want to take it very well. <laughs> I feel like... I've never caught anyone watching me, but I'm always paranoid of that being the what case. If, what if someone discovers you that way, though? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I get Someone's like, come, 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 on your, on your window. You sound great, kid. Here's a recording contract. <laughs> Here's your 10-album deal. <laughs> Which, I don't... Uh, Wayne's World. The end of Wayne's World when yeah. they... Uh, you know the when Frankie Sharp shows yeah, up, right. he offers them a ten album deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. No, it's like at the time and probably and just as a kid watching that, like you don't even think it, it was like, oh cool, yeah. But like hearing it now, like oh no, doesn't don't that, do that. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't that sort of happen in the end of Blues Brothers too? You know what? I think I have a, actually. A... Here's something what? crazy. Never seen it. In its You've entirety. never seen Blues Brothers. No, oh, in its entirety. Way. I've seen bits and pieces. Oh my god! It's a great movie, my friend. That's what everybody says. Tim yeah. never saw Terminator until this past year. Really? Yeah, it's, this year is my first year seeing Terminator. It's awesome. It's so it's, good. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why it took me so long. So, did you ever see the other ones? Terminator Two. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. That's the only sequel there? you need. I think Three. there's technically no. I think four. I think we meant the that newer one that was new. I think we meant the to watch two, but we didn't. Well, I think. I but prefer we were too, I think. There was oh, really? a there was a heated debate that night as well about what was a better movie. Yeah. And some of us some guys thought that Terminator Two was horrible and a terrible really? movie. And I was like, No, that's a great movie. Yeah. Terminator one is a great movie. Uh-huh. Terminator two is a really good follow up. Yeah. I mean it, Is it better is it you think it's better than one? I think I like Or is it more. just a really it's, good follow up? It's like I don't know, it's just it's like it it, it it's it may be it's one of those things like, for me that I have a, more of a connection with that one because I remember, even though I was very young when that came out, I, I did see that in mm-hmm. the theater. Oh, and, you did? Yeah. One or two? The two. Okay. It's sort of like one but on steroids. It's like 
better music, better like yeah. explosions. There's a whole other kind of monster in it that like it's just it does everything double. Yeah, They're some people at... thought it, thought it was like it was too Hollywood, but I thought it was great. There's a new Terminator coming, right? Like a brand new Terminator? Yeah, I don't know. I think there is, and it looks pretty badass. It wouldn't surprise me because yeah. they keep they keep going with all those things. They keep trying to revive everything that was popular now. Yeah. Speaking of which. They they released the uh, the cast for Star Wars. Yeah, this yeah. week. It, I I looked at that and I didn't know any of that. Was all, all I know is I know there's one guy in there who's amazing, and he's on Girls. Yeah, he plays the boyfriend Adam, on Adam Girls. Adam Driver. Yeah. Adam Driver. He's a great actor. Yeah, and he's, I, I think he's, he's playing one of the villains. Right. That is what everyone Wars. seems to be saying, but no one actually has any confirmation on okay that. well i bet he is and i yeah. bet he's going to no it. it seems like he has to be yeah like, uh, uh yeah no he all the other people i don't know who they are except for andy circus which i'm really intrigued by what he's going to wait be. i don't know andy circus andy circus basically any sort of movie that's been out in the last 10 15 years mm-hmm. that has some sort of motion capture yeah. creature in it mm-hmm. that's him Oh like really? King Kong, Gollum, oh, cool. the planet, that oh, new Planet of the Apes Gollum, movie. Yeah, and, uh, like he's been all of those characters. Oh really? Yeah. So he's probably doing some crazy shit in this. That sounds scurry. Now what? What <laughs> end scurred. of what end of the story are we at now? Are we at the beginning? We're Twenty years We're, later, right? Thirty, 30 uh, years oh, after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Thirty years later. Than yeah. That. So that's why. All that, ca- all the original cast is but back. We're confirmed for for Harrison Ford, Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher, oh. Peter Mayhew. Yeah, which right. I, my 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 favorite thing about the picture is that uh, everyone that's sitting there, yeah. the only one that's sitting and looking at the script as if they're studying their lines is Peter Mayhew, who plays Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is just hanging oh, out. And he's the one like studying the script, which I really liked. It's great that they're bringing him back for the part yeah, like which i was honestly like, surprised. of all of them you could kind of be like hey maybe yeah, yeah. we don't bring back peter yeah well i was surprised right. because uh last year i went to uh WonderCon in yeah. An- anaheim which is kind of like a small like comic con yeah and he was there like doing the whole like autograph thing yeah and he was in a wheelchair really oh. yeah like, I don't know. I think it's probably maybe just one. Like, maybe he's not forced to be in one, but he's, right. I think he's probably, he's, you know, he's probably 70 something at this point. Yeah. And, mm. uh, you know, he's seven foot something. So probably just, probably rough for him. Yeah. But, so yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised to see that he's actually going to oh, be, cool. uh, Good for, I want to know if Chewbacca is going to be graying. <laughs> That's what I want to know. I'd have to imagine, right? Unless he, unless he dies at all. I don't know. It's one of I'm, <laughs> I <laughs> sorry. I, I yeah. I took that the wrong way. Gotta wash that gray right Because <laughs> I want to uh, see Chewbacca with a Rickenbacker bass. I think that would be sweet. You think he's gotten into music? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that that whatever that ammunition uh, thing that was across yeah. the chest looked like a great like oh, guitar right. strap. Yeah. And if Chewbacca were a rock musician, he'd be a bass player. I think. <laughs> You play a Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca bass. I think it would be awesome. Going back to Adam Driver for a second. I know you don't know him, but yeah, I was thinking it'd be kind of awesome if they if they more or less casted the entire cast of girls in the new Star Wars. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could see Lena Dunham kind of rocking Star Wars, you know, yeah, putting her, putting her hair in buns and like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she'd be good at it. I know. I feel like that's the. Carrie Fish, I don't know. Seeing everyone old, it's going to be kind of strange. Because, I mean, obviously we've seen Harrison Ford every year since then, but everybody yeah. else kind of, you know, you don't see too much. often. Right. Is, and seeing is, old Princess Leia is going to be kind of weird. Yeah. Is the but, is the story that this is, is about, is this George Lucas? Or is this like somebody just went, like, uh, we're going to no, figure this out? George Lucas, you know, sold it to Disney. You know, oh, right. And J.J. Abrams is directing and which i'm stoked about because i have really enjoyed just about everything he's done he's awesome and i guess what had happened initially was this guy named michael arndt uh was writing the script and he wrote like uh toy story 3 and little miss sunshine and stuff very emotional yeah so like it was cool but then i guess a 
few, maybe even a year ago at this point, he ended up leaving it. And I guess J.J. Uh, Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan, who either wrote or was a producer on Empire. Empire, right? Yeah. Took, they rewrote what he wrote. Oh, really? So, yeah. I, but I like that Lawrence Kasdan is involved again. Yeah. And, uh, that's what it's, we call in the music world a remix. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of took over, rewrote what he wrote. Uh-huh. And apparently the reason for that was they wanted to do something to focus uh, a, once, at least once more on the original characters mm-hmm. while introducing all these new characters. Yeah. So it's, I, apparently all the assumption is that this is kind of going to be like a uh, like last hurrah with all those original right. characters. Mm-hmm. Like say goodbye to them kind of. And a lot of people are assuming one or two of them may die. That's cool. I didn't I didn't realize Lawrence Kasdan was involved in this. I, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. Yeah. I, I and um, I mean, and as and it's definitely the best movie. Yeah. yeah. And obviously the opening takes place during Christmas. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that all, all that planet hot stuff. <laughs> That's is, right. During Christmas. Absolutely. Have you ever actually seen the Christmas special? No, uh, I've seen clips of it before. Yeah. I think I made it's, it's possible. It's I, I saw hard it as a kid to watch start to finish. Yeah, I did it for the first time uh, a few months back because we actually did an episode where we talked about it, and it's really hard to watch. I had to the do Christmas it in, special in segments. Of, of Star Wars. Yeah, it came out. It was a TV special that came out a, like a year after the original <laughs> movie did, and yeah. it's amazing that it didn't just kill Star Wars. It's that bad. <laughs> Most of the it focuses on Chewbacca and his family, really, and so much of it is just like, like growls and grunts. <laughs> like there's not even and with no like subtitles. And are or they anything. celebrating Christmas? Uh, they're celebrating Life Day. Life Day. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because I don't think they have Christmas in Star Wars, do they? It's just it's so bad. Like it's one of those things that you want to say watch it just to experience how bad it is. Yeah, but then But it's kind of like it's not even that fun to watch. It's like right. that bad that it's not even that Did you fun. get all the way through? I did, but I had to kind of do it in segments. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, a B. Arthur musical number. B. Arthur? Yeah. She's in the cantina. She's playing a, a bartender in the cantina and like does like a song and dance. Oh, I bet I bet aliens. that's good. That's definitely one of the more memorable. Can't moments. tell me that's not yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Arthur is a goddess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, something we do here from time to time, uh, we do a little something called the Christmas Quiz, and oh. it has a theme song, and it goes like this: We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. All right, and that's you singing. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's uh, thanks. You should hear his his. Beach Boys and Beastie Boys. That's been on the show before. That's, we'll, that's we'll, pl- nice. we'll play that. We'll, really? I'll play okay. that for you when you're yeah. Uh, yeah, when, we're, we're, uh, when we're done here. So uh, the Christmas quiz mm-hmm. is uh, it's really it's not about uh, winning or losing. There are no winners. We're all losers here. <laughs> okay. um, it's really just about learning something. Okay. Um, you guys can play as a team if you'd like, or you can play against each other. Doesn't play matter. as a team. All right. Team. All right. All right. So we just got uh, five questions, and again, we're just going to learn some stuff. Okay. So here we go. Question number one. Each year, there are approximately how many Rent-A-Santas across the United States, meaning like mall Santas and things like that. Uh, and you, these are all multiple choice. Here. Oh, okay. okay. So, oh, okay. Uh, it's A, 20,000, B, 50,000, or C, 100,000. Yeah, see, I think see, too. see, 100,000. 100,000. Guys, I'm sorry. The answer is actually 20,000. It's the That's lowest it? one. Oh. Yeah, I know. It seems like it should be higher than that, right? It seems like it should be much higher. Where, yeah. Are you sure your information is right? I, I can't. Va- this was just information that was gathered from the internet. You're like, it I can't vouch well for it. I made it up. <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh, it's 20,000. Yeah. I thought suppose- maybe Rent a Center was like rent a car, <laughs> like it's like its own company. <laughs> Uh, but it, it says apparently that rent santas usually undergo seasonal training on how to maintain a jolly attitude under pressure from the public. They also receive practical advice such as not accepting money from parents while children are looking 
which why is that a thing that would happen? Weird. Okay. Uh, and avoiding garlic, onions, and beans for lunch. <laughs> do we do we happen to know if if Renta Santa is on the rise or or is it, or is it, or are the numbers falling? Uh, I'm not. I I can neither uh, confirm or deny. Okay, that would be an interesting fact to look at. I'm sorry, yeah. Tim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm this saying. isn't good enough for you. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'll do. I'll try and do some follow up, and we'll, yeah. we'll have a thorough have chat. It, have it on my desk by close of business tomorrow, please. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so we're zero for one. Here. Okay. Uh, but that's all right. Again, it's all about learning. Yeah. Uh, I I'm a fan of this one. I literally found this out today and prepared this for you guys. Um, I would like you guys to tell me what hot cockles is, <laughs> and your choices are. A, a traditional Christmas dinner served in early times in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, a medieval game played at Christmas. Or C, a traditional Victorian hot beverage served at Christmas time. Oh, God. I think it's C. I think it's C, too. We're going to say C. C, Tony. <sighs> oh, for oh, two, guys. Ah, oh, what is two, it? Guys. So it's a medieval I think it's, it's the best answer. It is the medieval game. It's a medieval game. It's a medieval oh game God. where one player sits down, another player is bo- sorry, another player is blindfolded, kneels and places his or her head on the sitter's lap. The kneeler places an open hand on his or her back with palm uppermost, which other players take it in turns to strike and the <laughs> kneeler must guess who struck the blow. <laughs> Oh my god, are you serious? That's what, again, according to the internet, Hot Cockles was thus one of several traditional games in which someone has to guess who was hit or touched them. So that's not the only game where you guess who hit you. <laughs> I'm speechless. Hot Cockles. Hot Cockles. Hot Cockles. <laughs> Let's just move on. I don't have anything. I, I don't know what to say yeah. about that one. Yeah, I, I, uh, I really enjoy and. And, you know, of course, why would you not play that at Christmas? <laughs> That's a perfect game for Christmas, yeah. I would say. Uh, or Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, you need to bring bring that to your, your yeah, fellow yeah. Jewish folk this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's test your guys' uh, lyric, song lyric knowledge oh, okay. here. Okay. On the 10th day of Christmas, what did my true love give to me? Was it drummers drumming? Ladies dancing? Or Lords of Leaping. I think it's Jones Jones. I'll go with it. I can't think of that song. It's, it, no, it's hard. I feel like once you get past like six, it starts getting yeah, hard. Yeah. Okay, A, ten drummers drumming. Uh, oh, for three! Uh, <laughs> suck! It's Lords of Leaping. Uh, Lords of Leaping. Which, that's the weirdest one, right? <laughs> what does that mean? Lords... Lords are like really wealthy people, right? <laughs> I don't, uh, uh, supposedly, right. from what I found online, is it's uh, it's supposed to be like some sort of reference to the Ten Commandments. Oh, like ten gods are jumping? I, I don't know. I don't. I still don't get I, it. I guess like, it doesn't. Even I get the it. like ten, but yeah. beyond that, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Ten lords are leaping. Why are they leaping? What are they leaping? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Who, what, where, and when, why? We need more intel. We need more intel on this one. Tim is the most unsatisfied <laughs> taker of the Christmas quiz that's more ever answers. happened. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's try to get one. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. We got two more. Oh, two more. Okay. Two more. Uh, oh, we get, we you can rally here. Um, which of the following was not a name considered by Charles Dickens? Sorry, Charles Dickens, mm-hmm. plural. <laughs> There's more than one Dickens. Uh, it was not considered by him for the name of the character Tiny Tim. Which one was not a consideration? Okay. It was A, Little Larry, B, Puny Pete, or C, Dinky Daniel. Can we get them one more time? Little Larry, okay. Puny Pete, Dinky Daniel. One of these was not a choice by Charles Dickens. I have a feeling Puny Pete was considered for some reason. Yeah. Puny Pete. Yeah. It just sounds British and <laughs> that time What was period. the first one? 
Little Larry. Oh, I think that's what I saw. Little Larry. Oh, wait, what was the third? Dinky Daniel. They're all they, ridiculous. I don't know if they yeah, used yeah. the word dinky back then. I kind of yeah. want to Dinky Daniel? You notice that both our names are in this question? Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. Huh. Wait, what? Dinky Daniel to my oh, left. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was only, yeah. I wasn't thinking about the actual Tiny Tim. I think Dinky Daniel, because I don't think they used the word dinky back then. Okay, I'll go with it. I th- Larry doesn't, I guess. Is it, what, what was little it Larry. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Oi, little, little Larry. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think they said Dinky though. <laughs> Is that what you're going All right, with? Let's go with three Dinky. Double D. Double D. You did it, guys. Yeah. All right. Thank All you, right. Tim. Thank all you. Right. Love the enthusiasm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. Last one. I kind of wish they had gone with PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Do you think he used it in like in in an earlier edit, and then someone's like. Uh, Charles, I, I, I really think you should think about changing the name. Uh, P, I don't know. Come on, Chuck. What about Tiny Tim? T- yeah, Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim's a little better. Yeah, I think Tim's that's better. A little better. <laughs> uh, last question. Uh, the uh, which uh, another one? Which is not true here? Which of the following is not true about Mickey's Christmas Carol? The Disney adaptation of yeah okay. of Christmas Carol, uh, which is not true. Minnie Mouse appears but does not ever speak a word. Uh, or is it Mickey Mouse's first appearance in a short since the nineteen fifties, or was it the first appearance of Scrooge McDuck? Which is not true. Which is not true. Minnie Mouse is there, but she never says anything. Uh, it's Mickey Mouse's first appearance since the 1950s in a short or the first appearance of Scrooge McDuck. Hmm. I actually did not. This is, well, I didn't really know any of these, but this one actually, I had this predetermined thing in my head that. Uh, it's not. Well, good for you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sadly lost. Um. I think the Minnie Mouse thing. Minnie Mouse? I'll go with it. I, I really have no clue. I can't even, I don't even know how to make an educated guess on well, it. Well, for the posture, because can we switch? It's, uh, I mean, you're going off me now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Regis would let you switch. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I'm sorry, you finished one for five. Uh, one out of shit. five. Or, uh, or one in four, I guess I should say. Uh, the answer was. It was not the first appearance of Scrooge McDuck. As a kid, I always assumed it was because he's named Scrooge, and so I thought he was just made up Uh, for that. Do you know where he appeared before that? uh, His first appearance was in 1947 in some uh, old comic strips, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah, and it it was based on that character all along, but uh, this short came out in 1983, and so he was already around, and... uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, so uh, you All know, right. again, well, you didn't fare that well, but but we learned a lot. You learned yeah, a lot, yeah. and yeah, that was too. the Christmas quiz. And here's the closing theme. We just found out how smart she was because you took the Christmas quiz. <laughs> quiz <laughs> wasn't quiz. <laughs> nice. Yep. <laughs> uh, side note: this has absolutely nothing to do with christmas at all but i happened to stumble across this today and while we're on the topic of mickey mouse and christmas uh or sorry not christmas but uh just mickey mouse in general i found out about a comic strip from 1951 called mickey mouse and the medicine man (laughs) and in in it mickey and goofy discover a new medicine called peppo that basically represents meth <laughs> and they're super stoked on it and basically become drug dealers really they start they, selling they, they, it? They, what's they, it called peppo peppo they start dealing peppo yeah they Just, they uh... talk to this guy who then who sends them to africa to start trying to sell it to people in <laughs> africa what yeah this is 100% real i i i found a thing about it online earlier today and then 
researched it oh, a little further. Oh, this shit is good. You can, oh, you can, oh. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Come in another line of that. Where's oh, the rest of the Peppo? Oh. Where's the rest of the Peppo? <laughs> but I just, I can't believe that's a real thing. And I, like, I found the whole thing. You can, you can read the whole thing. On oh, there. man. Yeah. Again, is that, nothing to do, is that nothing art to do imitating with life or life imitating art? That's <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just wanted to share that again. No need to uh, elaborate. I just wanted wow. people to know that exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, My well, skin is crawling. My skin <laughs> is falling off. <laughs> Daffy, uh, can we sell your TV? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. <laughs> He's got dark here. Uh, it's a dark Christmas. Um, I wanted to ask, and uh, I, I think we sort of uh, know this, but I can cut this out if not. Um, you guys apparently at one point did a cover of one of, if not my favorite Christmas song, Father Christmas. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. by the Kinks. Did you guys actually? Because I, I feel like we may have been on tour together when that happened, when you it were recording it. Did you actually record that no. in the UK? We recorded that in the UK. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, right. I forgot we toured in the UK together. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I, yes. I feel like I remember Did we cut it there? I know that yeah, we, we recorded like it in final... London. Yeah. That's right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think it was like on a day off of tour, we found some studio and, it, what and did like the, shortage. What did that end up being for? Was that for something in particular? That was for, gosh. A, a movie, I think, right? Initially? I think it might have been for a movie. For the the film adaptation of Mickey Mouse and the Medicine Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, you know, I I I probably for a movie, but I but I yeah. can't remember now. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh but yeah, if if it's okay, I would like to uh before I kick you guys out of here. Yeah. I, or actually as I kick you guys out, I'd like to uh, play that on here, if that's all right. That's fine. Oh, I don't think I've heard it since we recorded it. Well, cool. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'm going to do that then. And uh, Tim, Dan, excellent to see you. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, time for you to go. All right. All right. <laughs> see you guys. See ya. Give us some money Don't mess around with those silly toys 
Navipod will return right now. Dan and Tim from OK Go. I am a fan of both the band and those guys as people. Um, and I got them here just in time, it looks like. Uh, because just announced new OK Go album called Hungry Ghosts coming out in October. Uh, you can head over to pledgemusic.com for more information on that. And uh, you'll also see that if you do that, even sooner, in June, June 17th to be exact, they have a new EP coming out called Upside Out. So you can uh, get all more of uh, get all more, get more of that information at okgo.net or pledgemusic.com, like I said. Uh, at okgo on Twitter, Tim is at Timothy Nordwind on Twitter. Not Norwind, like the intro said. Sorry about that, Tim. Uh, Dan's not on Twitter, so don't even bother. Uh, but I am. It's at Tony Thaxton. The show's at Felice Navi Pod. As I always say, please subscribe. Please tell your friends. Spread the word. I love doing this, so I want more people listening to it. So please, if you think someone might enjoy it, tell them about it. And subscribe. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. Um, I got nothing else. Just all that uh, big okay go news. Keep up with that. And um, I appreciate you guys listening. That's going to wrap things up for this week. I've been Tony Thaxton. That has been Rigby. And as always... We wish you a Merry Christmas from Feliz Navi Park.